you're enjoying the weather. Yeah, I, we we had Rosh Hashanah the other night, which was great. Oh, I was going to ask if Rosh Hashanah yeah, happened. It yeah. happened uh, last Friday, which I was thrilled about. Nice. I've been waiting. We had some. Um, my friend Leslie, she did some repairs to the sauna stove. She cut out a bunch of damaged stuff. I put new steel in there. She braced Leslie, a a globally in demand welder. She is, and and a gamer as well. But yeah, she put some stuff on the side, some supports. I won't flex as much. We fired that shit up better than ever. I gotta say, I was a little concerned. Hell yeah, yeah I was concerned because of how thick the steel was. That it may just take a long time to heat up, and it did not. It got hotter, man. We had a we had a good old time. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. How hot does it get in there? Uh, we've gotten it to two hundred degrees. What is like the danger point? Because that feels like you're close to the danger point. Way higher than that. Some saunas, like some real hardcore sauna people, they'll take it up to like two forty, two fifty. I mean, you don't stain it for that long, and you got to make sure you're drinking water and dousing yourself. I mean, preferably you're dousing yourself, you know, with cold water. You got to plunge buckets, some shit. That's where it's at. Two forty, man. Yeah, I've never gone in. I, I, that's a, a dream of mine to get in a sauna that hot. That fucking <laughs> it really is. What um, what's the hottest at uh, at Southampton? Um, one ninety is the most I've ever. Like around there is probably the highest I've ever seen the temperature. One of those places. I mean, it's hot, um, and when yeah. it's dry too, man, it can be. And we can, it can really like fucking like sing shit. But then you get some of that oh, moisture. Yeah, when too. you like breathe, when that wave, when you breathe in through your nose and that. Yeah, but when that wave of heat comes around, like when you throw some water on and you get like that wall of heat passing through the place, that shit will roast you. <laughs> fucking, yeah. fucking rules, man. And then you get some branches in your hand and you're just like whipping your naked friend while they're like... <laughs> so it's good. It's the best. It's the fucking best, man. So good. Jeff, me and Fran and Eugene had a trip to Southampton Spa a couple of weeks ago and it was fucking... Oh, I love nice. it. I love it. Yeah. Were you... Mobiba, man. Were you guys using more of Eugene's... Um, we did. Uh, homemade <laughs> we Benix? We did. We're going through... I think we're going to burn through his homemade Venic as a first priority this winter. I've got a couple um, as well, but that big tree fell in his backyard. So he made a shitload right. of Venic all from that tree. And we've been throwing that wood in the, in the stove as well. So like, That's yeah, awesome. man, that, that tree is treating us well so far. It's a giving tree, it baby. Really baby. The giving tree, baby. Yeah, get that sauna <laughs> roasting. Then eat some like smoked fish when you're not in there. Yeah, I really liked all the new facilities at Southampton too. I really liked. I liked the hammam. Yeah, I liked the um, the ice room, the Arctic room. Yeah, I, like and the they Arctic redid room. the the steam. Um, the steam room is nice. I didn't notice anything different. Yeah, the whole. I mean, the whole setup. I mean, the design, like the layout, is the same. But all the like the benches and stuff in there, it's all new. The floor is new. Maybe I didn't go oh, there yeah, at all last year, so it's possible they had it last year. Um, but it certainly isn't the same way it was two years ago. Well, last year, I mean, I mean, Rosh Hashanah was so late this year because the weather was so hot. Ha- that's how I had to go to Southampton. Last year, we didn't go to Southampton at all. We dove right into Mobiba season. It was just all Mobiba all year. Yeah. It was. Have you ever done, like, the Russian feast that they do there? Like, the big table? What, at the bath? Yeah. I've gone a lot like, of is the, it- the food there. Yeah. Why, like, isn't isn't there like a big hall next to it? That's Golden it's, Gate. It's not right okay. next to it though. It's it's in the area. I've never done that. I've always wanted to. Apparently, they fucking just eat and dance all night. Like it ends at like seven in the morning. <laughs> so, yeah, I would like to go. I gotta get uh go with Eugene. I'll feel more. Uh, he speaks the language. I gotta. Yeah, have an amb- ambassador get, get with some you. Cred. You have any yeah. interest in getting in the song, Jeff? Yeah. Dude, if you ever want the Moviba at your house, man, you let me know. I'll... Oh, okay. So, oh, you, you, like, you have sauna and we'll travel. Oh, that's what we do. The sauna doesn't fit in our backyard. So we're at the... Moviba. Mobile bond. Yeah, <laughs> You've seen it, right? Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen man, pictures, if you, yeah. If you want that shit at your house, you let me know. I'll be there, like, 20 minutes later. <laughs> it's like, you just throw the phone down. They'll even hang up. It's like, Fred, yeah. where are you, Fred? I'm, Fred? I'm, I'm outside. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, man, it's the best. I I told my coworker we went there and they were looking at the website and I saw up on that balcony above the pool 
I never went up there. Apparently, they have a pool table up there. We could be shooting pool. And there's like a kind of like diner booth type uh, tables and shit up there. And the, the lounge Dude, level. I would, I would definitely take a break and shoot there, some pool Is there a place. pool there? A uh, pool table up there? Maybe it's an old picture. That's what I saw yeah, in the picture. Yeah, because it's a bunch of like booths. I don't know. Yeah, but Jeff, we'll arrange it. Joe, oh, we could do a podcast from there. I mean, it would have to be like <laughs> Ooh, it would have fun. to be like twenty seconds before the equipment just like shut down. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't even take a picture. Like if you try to bring your phone and take it, aside from the fact that it's like real steamy a lot of the time, your phone you have like four seconds before it just shuts down. Like it starts flashing weird symbols you've never seen. <laughs> Rules, man. It is the best. So yeah, I'm digging the cold weather because the sauna is back. Man, I want. I just. I guess like I don't know how good it is in the Mobiba. Like it sounds like it's way better, but like after that last trip, I just want to go to Southampton yeah. again. Southampton was good last time. The the stoves were all running well and stuff like that. But yeah, the the Mobiba is better, man, because it's just like you in there again. It's hot, it's dry, it's cool. What we normally do is we keep it dry for a while. We get it going nice and hot. But no water on the snow. Just keep it dry. And we do social club. We have fold. I have like bamboo folding chairs we'll put in there. So you sit around. It's like you're at like a really humid like house party. Um, they're making small talk. But you're just like sweating your ass off. And then at some point we'll pull that the chairs out and put the long table bench um, in there. And start doing some steam. Then the, you know it gets wet in there a little bit. And then you can start doing the venic. It's slapped around on that bench. Yeah. That's where it's at man. That's dope. It's a good time. You know, any listeners, if you're interested in getting in the Mobiba, hit us up, man. (laughs) Hit us up. I don't look at the Twitter, so send us an email. What's our email? Um, Nerds at this game could be your life. And I think Kurt still responds to them. So (laughs) he'll let you know what's up. No, man, if anyone wants the Mobiba, let me know. I'm happy to bring it to anyone's house. There you go. There you go. It's going to rule. you know? None of your other podcasts are doing this no, for you. Actually, we no. should make it a Patreon thing. One dollar. <laughs> yeah, you give us one dollar. You give us one dollar a year, not even a month. One dollar a year, we will bring a sauna to your house. Are, are, <laughs> you know, for all you listeners that are really interested in getting half naked in a 200 no, no, degree no, 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 no. room. Or all the full, way naked. Full naked. <laughs> none full of this, naked. None of this hash. With, uh, with Fran. And 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 co and company, yeah, you know, hit him up. You know where he's at. You know the spot. Yeah, man, it'll be great. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Mobiba with all of our listeners. All right. It'll probably be a smaller group than we usually. <laughs> <laughs> probably will be, yeah, won't it? For real, you can just email us for anything, really. <laughs> Anything, we'll do I, it. Like, yeah, I mean, just like anything, just any sign of life, anything, any sign of life. But that's what we're looking for. We got a, like a spam Twitter last week. Yeah, we got a couple recently. It's like, oh, the super attractive woman is just saying hi to us. So, so did you get back to her? Yeah, talk to her. Yeah. She we're cool? meeting. Soon. She's cool. <laughs> yeah, she's. cool. You got the number, right? I got her digits. Yeah, eight or higher is only. Right? I, I ran eight game. Or higher only. I ran game. I did finish the book, the game. You did? I did. You couldn't it. put it down, right? I, I read it pretty quickly. Yes. How how great is it? It's really good. Like I do you think it's all real? Yes. Well, like, I mean it's not that wild. I mean, he's a really good writer, so I'm sure there's a little bit of embellishment. But it's a thing where like I don't know, you can't really embellish like nonfiction shit that's current that much without someone calling you out. No, you're right. You're right. I, it's just like there is a lot of like conversation presented. And it's yeah. just like, how do you possibly know that? Right? Like, or remember that. But it's also possible he was recording things too. And other people knew, I, I thought about people that too. knew about it. I mean, he is a journalist. It wouldn't be the wildest thing in the world for him to be recording specific shit. I did think about that. Like, if he was covering this as part of being a journalist, then he would probably record or take notes. Yeah, but he went far beyond the purview of a journalist. Like, he is in deep. Dude, he sleeps with, like, hundreds and hundreds of women. Right? Like, Well, he has, no like, doubt. a set. He went to rehab for sex addiction. 
<laughs> he, okay. like, a- after that book. Okay. Yeah, like he, wow. yeah, he has like a very compulsive, addictive personality, it seems. No doubt. I mean, I can see that. And you know there's a sequel, too. The game, well, the game 2. I did not know that. What? What could possibly happen in the sequel? He gets back, gets back in it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Is it good? Did I actually read haven't read it. I should. But it's kind of like, I'm not... If you read the game, it's so great, and you're like, I'm not sure I need anything else from this world. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, what else could there be? Like, you know everything they do. You'd obviously don't want to live vicariously through it. Like, you think it's disgusting. You get the whole lay of the land, so what else is there? It's this weird self-fulfilling prophecy where they're out there looking for sex, right? For the most part. Like, I know, like, some of them are about getting numbers or whatever. So they're just, I think they're just good at finding women who are, like, receptive to what they want to say, right? And it's like, they're not, they just, like, it's like, a lot of them is how they go out every night and do this thing. It's like, well, well like, no shit, yeah, dude. If I went out every single, if I was single and I went out every night looking for a girl, I would eventually find one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't take very long. Like, um, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like. Yeah, and finding, I mean. There's nothing wrong with wanting to go out and have sex with people and like finding ways to get better at convincing people to have sex with you. Um, but like these guys really get a bad rep because like there's a lot of misogyny baked into the worldview that informs what they do, isn't there? Yes. Maybe they, I mean you they know, very I much read the book. treat women as like these like programmable, predictable obstacles. Like I don't think they really see them as people. So yes, there's a shitload of, of misogyny baked in. There is a touch of that, but there is this weird ethical code as well that they tend to follow. You know, like at, very few of them. Like I don't know. At least in the book, they don't seem to push it. They don't push it. Like when they when they meet like a level of resistance, it's true. They, they, they're like they're okay, not rapists. Well, yeah, they're they're like they're not coercing people. Right? They're not like putting people under a spell. No, like, I mean, they're trying. I mean, when they don't get the reaction that they're hoping or expecting for, they generally don't, like, oh, my plan. Like, that's what like, <laughs> you were supposed to say this, and you didn't. So, like, it, that kind of ends it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking weird, man. Well, I'm it's glad you enjoyed weird. it, Jeff. Yeah, it was a good recommendation. Uh, I've started reading the newest Neil Stevenson novel. Um, I don't know if you guys like Neil Stevenson or not. No, who's that? Really? Cryptonom- I think Cryptonomicon is like one of the coolest books I've ever read. I really... I never heard I really, of it. He wrote Snow Crash. He's, heard he's of like that. a futurist. <laughs> he's yeah. Cool. He's cool yeah. guy, man. Cryptonomicon, I think, is really, really great. What's it about? Hacking? No. It has to do with like World War II and submarines and lost gold and... Banking in the present day, all sorts of shit. There's a lot going on in it. It's really, really good. Joe, you, you, you would like you would like Neil Stevenson. Start with Snow Crash. All right. All right. Um, work your way up. Okay. There you go. Well, actually, it's not the newest Neil Stevenson. It's the, the next. It's Seven Eves, which is a wild, wild book. I'm almost done that, but it's super long. And there's in the middle of it, or maybe like. Three quarters of the way through it, there's a three thousand year jump at the timeline, so it's like super odd. Highly recommend it. So far, so good. Seven Eves. That's nifty. Check it out. Check it out. This episode brought to you by Neil Stevenson. Thanks, guys. Neil Stevenson. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. You guys really nailed the tone I'm looking for in my futuristic book. His like author photos from like the '90s are like the most like future cyberpunk. It's like him with like. Shaved head and like cargo pants, yeah, <laughs> and like some kind of wrap around glasses, and it's just like it's kind of spot on. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> I bet he's played Shadowrun. I'd put money oh, on it. No doubt, it would break my heart if he hadn't. So I heard we play a game. 
I I'd lost track of the game a long time. Do ago. we? That's what I'm, I could have heard wrong. Maybe that what I heard was incorrect, and we don't Nick. actually. No, we play a game, and you guys play are gonna the game. you guys are gonna tear it up. You're gonna make shit happen. Play the game called love. Remember that Queen song? It's a good song. Play the yeah. game. That Freddie Mercury man. Mm. What a hunk. I bet he would have liked Urban Shadows. You think? <laughs> nah, probably not. I find it confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what bloody heart means. <laughs> what is spirit? <laughs> I, I have no idea how, like, I have no idea what his, his speaking voice sounds like. And you want to tell me that I need to roll bloody mind Did when you? I'm trying to solve a puzzle, but spirit, when I'm trying to keep me cool. I sound like a chimney sweep, I do. <laughs> Did you see the movie, Jeff? No. I didn't see it. What, the Queen movie? Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch it either. I don't really like movies about musicians. I don't really like movies. For real? Kind of. I'm kind of with you, friend. I think like... the good ones are really good, but I have no interest in watching like 95% of them. Oh, I love movies. I think I watch... Way fewer movies than most people. Yeah, same here. I mean, I like going to the movies. I like that. I like. I like it way more than just watching the movie. And the only time I see movies is generally when I go to the movies. You might be right. I feel like we live in the golden age of television. Like, there's tons of good content. I don't think that's true either. I think there's just so much fucking shit. Everyone wants it to be good because they want to justify watching so much of it. And I think it's all fucking garbage. Um, everything. Everything is horrible. <laughs> that is a bold like statement. Is, man. Everything is wildly overrated, man. Everyone thinks everything is so fucking good, and it's just not that good. Nothing's that they, good. They just have a voice to make you think it's that good, like yeah, because it isn't. Um, I mean, okay, so I don't watch a lot of TV. Like my wife is a big TV watcher; she really enjoys it, and she'll watch basically anything in front of her, right? Whereas myself, like, I probably, I probably get to control the television for an hour or two a week on Sundays, you know? And, like, dude, there's good stuff, man. Usually HBO has some good stuff going on. I could find some good, like, I never thought I'd say this from kind of getting into anime. But, like, an, like, you're talking about, like, an hour a week, though. A lot of good anime out there. Yeah, there's definitely enough good shit out there to fill an hour a week. Yeah, well, yeah I agree. Saying, that, that, but it's like it's probably unhealthy to be like every night has so much good. Yeah, like TV every on. show on HBO, I have to watch them all. No, you fucking don't, man. They're not that good. I bet some are really good. They're dude. not that good. I just don't believe it. The last one I watched on Westworld was Westworld. That show's garbage. It was good. Eh. It was good, but it wasn't that good. I think Westworld was way too uh, obfuscated. Like, it, it had way too much mystery and never gave you anything as a payoff. I mean, I was looking for something to watch on Netflix. And I put on this anime, and I was like, this kind of looks cool. But I don't want to... good anime on Netflix. But I don't want to be an anime guy. And then I'm like, what am I afraid of? Enjoying something? You know, <laughs> like what I might actually enjoy something. So then you like what? You spiked your hair and put on like a karate outfit. Yeah. Now you got a body pillow with a woman. Yeah. Now I now I head. wear like a bright orange jumpsuit. My hair is all spiky and I scream all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. All right, let's play this game. All right, you guys are apart. You chat your respective homes, thinking back on what's going on. You got some. Things on your plate, maybe? I don't know. What's up? You guys make it happen. Go out. Carl, what do you got going on? Kurt, what are you doing? You've uh, graffitied recently. You've supplied some workers to the escape room. Carl, you've got like promises out there. A lot of things you kind of want to do with the mummers, with vampires, with Father Minocchio. But it's all kind of, uh, it's been stalled. You're not really sure. I feel like you're in a weird spot. Think about who you are. The greater good, what you were sworn to do. You think back to that fateful night at Bonks when your family, your mother, your father, all 13 of your brothers <laughs> killed by vampires. What that means now, if it means anything. 
current, you've got this great new app, Instagram. You've got a couple followers and you're just like looking at people doing bad shit. You don't know if the purpose of it is blackmail. You're not really sure where your patron is going with this thing. You've acquired uh, or you've picked up suddenly you're following a couple more people. You get the impression that when people kind of get into debt, start to owe, make arrangements with your patron, he's gaining some access to them. And that's what this is. Interesting. All right. So I want to, I want to hit the streets and figure out what is going on with Rick Jablonski and, you know, where he works, what he does during the day and see if I can, I I need to, my number one priority is getting rid of this like curse or enchantment he has on me. Right. Cause I can't be running around not in control of my own actions. So I want to try to hit the streets. And, okay, uh, how, how are you going to do that? Isn't hitting the streets like a thing? Yeah, it's I a move. Can, yeah, but yeah. How, are you, how are you doing it? Do I know anyone? So it, it sounds like you're more putting a face to a name. You want information. You're not trying to get something, or are you? I, I'm trying to know where he goes during the day. Like, I'm looking for information on him. Sure, you want to, so you want to put a face to a name. You want, that's the information one. Hit the streets is more like about acquiring something. Okay. Sure, so let's put a face to a name. Yeah, in both cases, we're just rolling uh, the fashion. But uh, don't roll just yet. How are you doing it? Like, what, um, are the, what are the networks you're working to get some information? What am I working to get this information? You've Googled them and shit like that. You, and all the stuff that comes up for him or that... Is related to his brigade, to his his NYB, his New Year's brigade, the Satin Strutters. Um, he is the captain of them. They do well in the parade every year. So you've seen some videos of him from that god awful Sugar House produced parade they do on New Year's Day. Um, that <laughs> stuff is all out there on YouTube. So you've gotten access to all that, but you haven't found any information about him that's not Mummer related. So how are you going to find that stuff out? Don't they go to like, don't they have like specific bars they go to and shit? Or they have like their own clubhouses. They, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they go to other places too, but yeah, they all have clubhouses. Satin Starters are at Second Dickinson. And that's not open to the public, right? No. I mean, he did, I mean, you did leave things pretty well with him. Like, you're probably not unwelcome in that environment. You don't know what's happened, what's transpired since you've left him, but like, he sent you a crate full of. He gave you an RPG. I don't think you do that to necessarily someone that you hate. Um, but who knows what's happened since then. I mean, things that didn't necessarily go according to the arrangement that you had with him. All right. You know, fuck it. I'm just going to roll down there and see if the, they're at, like, the clubhouse. Knock on the door. All right. You head out of your house. Um, you walk over to your pickup truck, leaning against it. You see Vadim, the man who's in your ki- kitchen. Couple nights ago, during he counts the day? him. During he the counts day? him. Yes, he counts him, and he's not happy with your decision. What decision is that? To do nothing. Seems that you had an agreement that he would look past your previous transgressions if you would do him this favor. Hey, and so need... far, you have ignored it. He is not happy. I'm going to make my move tonight. Come on now. What, one day I got to go right there? I'm not he's a second call. He's an impatient call. man. Well, he's going to need to have some patience. I can't just go the same night. I don't jump when he says jump. Come on now. I will bring your message to him. Won't be happy. And then he turns into a bat and flies away. <laughs> oh, bye. Bye, Vadim. I go down to the Satin Strutters Clubhouse. Sure. Uh, Kurt, are you doing anything? Um, you want to go along no. to the Satin Strutters? you doing... I guess I... I don't know. I'm sitting around waiting for Carl to call me, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like, uh, you know, I got my business handled with my job. I'm chasing my dreams at night. I got all my ducks in a row here. You do? But I know uh, I know that uh, Carl's in some trouble. And I'm kind of curious how this is going to yeah, shake out. Yeah, you definitely out. get the impression that your patron is very happy with you these days. You're handling things well. You've sent him some people to run the escape room. Um, so yeah, you feel like things are, are pretty good with him. You're certainly still deep in his debt by all means, but if you needed anything from him, it wouldn't be, uh, out of sorts for you to ask him for something. You know, you've done a lot for him lately. 
You've been mm-hmm. a good soldier. But Carl, what are you doing? You're get to your car. Vadim has just flown away. I text I text Kurt and tell him that I'm gonna go down to Satin Strutters. <laughs> Not even a call. Not even a call. <laughs> a Come on, man. This is twenty nineteen. We don't call people. Nobody wants calls yeah. anymore. That's true. No one wants a call. Yeah. Like I like getting a phone call from a friend now and then though. But yeah, not that when you get it, it's so rare. Plans. It's like you're gonna talk, <laughs> either about something serious or just to catch up. But like, it's not a thirty second. Yeah, you don't call to make plans. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, uh, I get the text message. What's it say? Having to talk with Ricky Rick J at uh at the Satin Strutters Clubhouse. Uh, I'll be there at one p.m. I mean, if you're going to say all that, you might as well have just called. Well, if you're going to say one <laughs> sentence, you, you might as well have just called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I text him back. I'm like, you need somebody to hold the RPG? And I, I text back, be sure to aim for the car. Okay. Uh, yeah, I go and uh, meet. I go and hang out there and wait for a car. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're... We're meeting there, right? Look, 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 Kurt. I got to get this curse off me. I can't be walking around like this. I'm just going to. Yeah. Anytime you you see Marshawn Jackson, it's going to be an issue, right? So here's what we do, right? Let's let's take him to the escape room. Oh, good idea. (laughs) And get rid of him that way. Okay. How are we going to convince him to go to the escape room? That we got Marshawn Jackson there. Okay. You think he's going to buy that? Maybe not. Uh, maybe we say we got like his first lieutenant or something, Vadim. He's going to ask where his buddies went, though. Vadim killed him. <laughs> yeah. Right? They were- yeah, Vadim killed him. I saw him. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, let's do it. But first, I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. Punch me in my eye real hard so it looks like we got in a fight. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds good. I do so. Ah! Uh, you, you kill him. <laughs> <laughs> my head just, like, yeah, detaches from my body. <laughs> he has a really weak neck. His neck snaps, um, and he's dead. All right, I'm going to come back as a specter. Okay. You're a specter now. Okay. Just kidding. You're not really dead. Oh, man. Fun. You guys are at Ray's discussing what to do. Ray's happy birthday bar? Yeah. All right. They're open early. Yeah, for all the alcoholics. Well, no, actually. They open for people getting off the night shift. Sure. I guess they're alcoholics. <laughs> they're, they're open for the other people who want to drink at seven in the morning. I mean, that is part of the what they they do there, though. It is like people that get off night shifts go there at eight in the morning or whatever, or like six in the morning. The last time Kurt was here, we went to raise. Like he took like a red eye. We, I met up with him early. We went to raise at like eight in the morning. Man, that is a grim scene. Yeah, right. It's. For those of you not from Philadelphia or from the, the area, Ray's is short for Ray's Happy Birthday Bar. Is That's the weirdest name of any bar I've ever heard. Ray's Happy Birthday Bar. I like it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and they have the birthdays on the board out front letting you know whose birthday it is that day. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll, me and Fran will go to Ray's. You can just go to your, uh, your Delco bars there, Jeff. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're a hundred times worse. I'm, you know, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not talking shit on Rays. Rays is fun. Sounded like you were talking shit it on Rays. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're at Rays talking business, making a plan, putting it all together. See what's ha- popping off over at Second and Dickinson. Satin Strutters. Yeah, I knock on the, the door to their clubhouse or whatever. So it's uh, it's right on the corner. It's like a brick building. It's just one story. It's kind of like a, a hall type thing. It's got one of those metal doors. Uh, you knock on it. Door pops open. So, dude, he's kind of sweaty. He's wearing like an Eagles sleeveless shirt, sweat shorts. Um, what's going on, man? Hey, 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 
uh, you know, we're looking for uh, for Rick J. Who are you? Who are you? Uh, it's it's me, Carl. Uh, we were doing a job, little little job for him, and uh, we have some news about it. He's gonna he's gonna want to talk to us. And as you say, as you're kind of looking over his shoulder, um, the place has got like a long bar in it, a bunch of tables. You see a big uh, gr- grouping of like instruments, a lot of banjos lying around the place and it, um, some food and drinks. Around. And you see Rick hanging out over the bar and he's looking over at you and starts to walk over um, to the area. Kind of yells out, yeah, he, he, he's all right. Hey, hey, Rick, hey, Rick, it's me, Kurt. Yeah, Rick gets close. He kind of looks at the guys he's with, kind of like just nods a little bit. Not sure really what he's saying with it. Then he comes over here. Hey, Carl, how's it going? How'd, uh, how'd everything go last night? So I got good news and I got some bad news, okay? I'm going to hit you with the bad news first. Those boys you sent with us, they're probably dead now. Probably eaten by them vampires and werewolves. Oh, that's... They got got. That's some of Delaware's finest. Those, that's four less strutters we're going to have in the parade. That's four no. less children who are going to have, you know, I mean, the, the joy of seeing those people. That's really... But you got some good news, it sounds I like? Got, I got some good news. So they they were killed the last time we saw them, you know, you know, Marshawn Jackson's got a, a first lieutenant. His name's Vadim. I don't know if you know anything about Vadim. I think he's from uh, Transylvania there. He got the accent and everything. I mean, those vampires, they're bad guys. Yeah. I mean, anybody with an accent's a bad guy, right? I mean, so foreigners, black guys up in North Philly, what is going on here? I don't know. They're they're taking over. Anyway, look, we captured them. Old Kurt here, he uh he grabbed them and then I sprayed him with some of that holy water on his face and we got I him. Grabbed in. him. Yep. He's stronger than he looks. He's real soddy. He hits the gym. He works on that body. So uh, you know, I put him in some blessed handcuffs I got. We took him to our safe house. Uh down in uh Whitman. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to, I think you should talk to him, maybe get some information out of him. Why don't you roll your mind? Oh, shit. A 13. Per, like the highest roll I could roll. So uh, pick three things from the mislead, distract, or trick list. Okay. So I can create an opportunity. I'm going to confuse them for some time, and I'm going to, I mean, I guess, expose. Is get, is, is get their number an option? <laughs> yeah, is to run game on them an option? I'm going to create an opportunity. I'm going to confuse them for some time. And the other two are either expose a weakness or avo- avoid intent, further entanglement. Um, I don't see a way of not being entangled with these guys considering we're like going to war. So I'm going to expose a weakness or flaw. Can't wait to shoot them with their own RPG. <laughs> Inside of our RPG. Whoa, so that's why I didn't hear from the guys? Yeah. Vadim, he moved so fast, man. He just got right into the, right into the car and just started so wrecking them. Where's, where's Marshawn? He fled the scene. We were overrun by the goddamn vampires. But you captured a couple of them? I, we captured the number two guy there. And the strutters? We could strut all up and down on these guys? Get some revenge for them from what they did to our boys? You, you could fancy step all over, Vadim. But we got him in like a mystical prison sort of set up over, at, uh, over in Whitman. You know, Carl, I was, uh, I gotta say, when we talked the other day, I wasn't too sure about you. This is oh, sounding, I'm, I'm rock solid, baby. This is sounding pretty good. It's great. You want to come with us right now? Yeah. Let me get the boys and we'll meet you out. We'll meet you out front. Even better. <laughs> Even better. So they all grab banjos, put on like <laughs> mummer headdress. Um, some put on the boots, the sequin shin guards and all sorts of weird jackets and stuff. They're getting... Uh, geared up 
And uh, he seems like he's totally buying your story and in a way is a bit confused by the entire thing. He has some more like follow-up questions. What happened? Where did Marshawn go? But you know if it's your enthusiasm or what, but he is, he's buying this story. I thought, I'm going to jump in and say some things to these fellows. <laughs> What's the main guy's name again? Rick, Rick? Rick Jablonski. Rick Jablonski. All right, hey, so did, check did, it out. Did Rick. they go down fighting? Hell yeah, they went down fighting. They took out a couple of vamps. They did good. We gave them some holy water. They lit them up. You should have seen those vamps sizzle when that water hit them. I bet. Oof. Oof. Um, so, you know, you know, we got Vadim. Right? That's what you told him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard you were the one that grabbed him. I grabbed him. You know, I'm stronger than I look, you know. Um, My boss has a real good setup. We got Vadim. Deep in the bowels of a of a nasty safe house, no one no one's gonna suspect it. Least of all, Marshawn. Who's your boss? So when we get, <sighs> can't talk about that right now. But you did. But, you uh, did talk about it. Listen, my boss is somebody that's helping us out, so don't worry about it. But um, he's got him. Main thing is when we get there, just just walk right in. It's gonna be great. Um. You will be able to uh, have a lot of privacy to spend some time with Vadim. All right. Let's do it. Let's show these motherfuckers. They don't think they can come into Philadelphia trying to clean this place up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we like the garbage. We like the filth. We like that bag from Chick-fil-A that's over there in the corner. That shit's been there four months. We're not, <laughs> we're not going to pick that up. We like all that. Maybe we should leave this Vadim alive so we can send a message back to his boss. What do you think of that? Well, I can tell you no one's ever escaped from this room. Okay? He's not sending any messages. Well, you you escaped from the room, right? You've seen it? Well, yeah. I wasn't being held captive. All right. So a mystical... I've always wanted to see a mystical prison. Mm-hmm. It's something else. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? You think you still want to get that Marshawn, though? We got bigger fish to fry, right? Oh, yeah. We got to get him. We got to get him. You feel like a little thing in your head, too, when he says that. And you do kind of want to get him. There's a part of you that's like, why not get it all? We can't have him be like building communities and improving the school districts up there. Come on. I mean, that all sounds well and good, but no one asks what kind of community you build in here. Community. They throw it around like it's always a good thing. Well, why don't you ask Vadim when you see him, okay? All right, well, let's go. So they're all geared up, banjos, outfits, and they strut outside. It takes them like... He's going to funnel them in there. (laughs) It takes like 15 minutes for them to file out of place because they're strutting. So (laughs) they're moving real slow. Yeah, for like every four, you know, they take four (laughs) steps forward, but then spin three back. So it takes them a minute um, to (laughs) assemble outside. It's It's... The next day, by ever the by the time everyone's outside of the building, um, and they have a couple of cars there. Um, actually, you're second day. Yeah, uh, you walk in, you drive in. It's not that far. You're going to what Fifth and Wolf, Second and Dickinson. You leave the car here. You all yeah. letting them pile in the back of the pickup truck. That's only like no. Don't let them in the back of the pickup. Yeah, what's in the back of the pickup? There's a tarp with a bunch of fucking weapons. Okay. Right? Yeah. All the all the gear from them is in the back there. You got a tarp over that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. No, I no. We unloaded it at my house, so you don't. Oh, yeah. so you don't have it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why, why don't uh, hey hey Kurt? Why don't you text your buddy and tell him we're on our way to uh, to the to a spot? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I sent my boss a text message letting him know that I got some customers for the escape room coming. Um, he sends back like uh, some kind of like crying, excited emoji. <laughs> crying, excited emoji. <laughs> two, uh, two of them. Um, and then uh, a black heart. Nice. Black heart, such a good emoji. You arrive at the uh, escape room. It's in the morning. It's like getting close to noon. These guys are all fired up. You see Karen out front, her normal droney automaton, lifeless self. All right, so where's this mystical prison? 
We're ready for some revenge. So how do you think we're going to get Marshawn? I mean, how are we going to lure him out? Are you still going to take care of this thing? Well, you're going to have to shake down Vadim. You know, I'm not tough like you guys are. You got to shake him down. It's up to you. You get in there. You put the screws to him. He'll tell you what you need to know. No doubt. No doubt. You know, I heard, I heard he loves Vadim like a son. Maybe we could use him as bait. Hmm. I like that idea. Yeah. But he's inside of there. Let's all, let's all go in. Um, you know, it looks like one of those goofy-ass escape rooms. That's just our cover. So you just head right in the front door, all right? Yeah, I went, th- I went through one of these one time. It's like we were in, Did you get out? We were like in an office. <laughs> and, was it fun? And it's just like an office. And I think that we're trying to make some commentary about how we all work. And I'm like, I don't work in a fucking office, you jerk off. <laughs> oh. you know, and I just broke down the wall and just walked out of the place. <laughs> You know, and then the next, nice one, then the next night, me and some of the boys, we went through. We threw some Molotov cocktail in there. We burnt it down. <laughs> you know, Ooh, it was good time. That's pretty good, man. Good time. Well, you, I think you'll like this one better. All right. I think you'll like this one a little better, you know? So you guys step inside. There's that thin little hallway um, that leads to the little vestibule ticketing area. When you go in, who Porphyria works in there? Yeah, and uh, you see your patron standing there as well. He's wearing like a a Grin Reaper costume that looks like he bought from like Halloween Adventure. <laughs> uh, he's wearing he's got, like a, the plastic uh, sickle in his hand, the hood pulled over. He's like drawn in face. Oh, hello, everyone. Do you think that you have what it takes to escape, boss? They're here to uh, they're here to see Vadim. Oh, they're here to see. Vadim, is it? That's right. So why don't you... The one um, who's in the mystical prison. Is that, <laughs> yes, is that the, one, the one? The one and only. <laughs> That's right, boss. The mystical prison. So he uh, steps inside, opens up um, a door that's like built into the wall there. Oh, go right, right this way. I need you all to sign this waiver first, though. <laughs> Um, it's put in front of these mummer guys and they, without asking any questions, they sign a waiver. Um, then he greedily collects them all and ushers them into this room. They're all playing some, uh, some music. They got a couple banjo tunes going as they're going into this thing. Strutting down the hall. Yeah. Rick, Rick is the, the last one to go into the area. You guys, you guys coming in? Yeah, we're right behind you. Yep. All go right. get on in there. We'll be right there. It takes him five minutes to go the six feet. <laughs> um, he's got a little umbrella in each hand as he struts his way in. Whoa, three steps back. Only two forward this time. Taking his time, spinning, <laughs> twirling. Um, and then he steps into the room, and there's this little door now between you. Um, it's still open, Kurt. He stepped in right in front of, in front of you. I, I peek in the door. Uh, don't, I don't... Put my hand on your shoulder. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Are you, really Carl? Are you interested in seeing Vadim as well? There's plenty of room inside. You know, <laughs> hey, you know, I'll, just I'll, earlier Vadim was asking for you. He said he had a very important matter he needed you to attend to. Why don't you go talk to him, <laughs> boss? Carl, Carl's got some work to no, do I, out I, here. Vadim was very helpful. Vadim was asking for him though. <laughs> I, uh, I'll come back later, Tom. If you insist, I do. Okay. Then. All right. Let's get let's let's get out of here. So uh, the mummers have all just strut into this room. The door slammed shut behind them. And the brief moment you had a chance to look in there, across, it just looks like utter darkness inside of there. And just looking in, it was kind of disorienting. There was something kind of swirling, moving around inside. And then quickly, uh, Tom, as you know him, slammed the door to the room, so they weren't able to see much more than that. How um how many mummers did we just take out? There was uh, eleven of them. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately I immediately turned the curtain to high five them. <laughs> Ooh. Oh god, that was a successful operation. That was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Well, you know, I mean, we may not have accomplished your objective, 
Um, yeah, I'm not sure what you were sure, what your objective was, but you did convince them. I mean, you had that 13. They'll go along with your thing. I don't know what you necessarily got out of it. Well, I was assuming they're killing them. The people. I'd appreciate it if you didn't write that in any reviews. <laughs> and you know, there's, there's only one way you can verify that. Perhaps you could go see what became of the car. And he opens no. the door. He opens the door and gestures into the room. I'm okay for now. Thank, thanks. That, Vadim, though, he did have that question for you. I, I saw uh, that. Hey, boss. Uh, yes. Hey, boss. While we're talking about those guys, um, um, you know, our main goal today was um, the guy Rick. He's got some kind of magic spell on uh, on Carl. We were trying to undo that spell. Um, you think there's anything you could do about it now that you got him? No, I don't think there is. Could you, oh, really? hey, hey, Tom, could you just kill that guy for me while he's in there? I have no comment on that situation. <laughs> that means you're going to kill him. Okay. I, said, <laughs> I said no such thing. Well, maybe when he dies, oh, his spell uh, will be gone, Carl. He starts feeling around his Grim Reaper outfit. Oh, I left my keys in my other clothes. Uh, Carl, would you mind going down to the basement and getting them for me? Yeah, I'm not doing that. Why not? <laughs> yeah, okay, you're you're doing some nefarious shit here, okay? I'm not going down in the basement. I guess I'll just, I can retrieve them myself. Yeah, you probably can do that. You're you're a big boy. <laughs> so no sign of uh, the mummers in this room. They've gone in there. It's quiet. I um, I focus hard on uh, Marshawn Jackson. Do I feel anything? Do I feel any twinges? Any tweaks? You have a lot of conflict feelings about Marshawn. Um, a lot of, you know, these inherited ideals about what he is. You've met the man. You now you're not sure what to make him. Um, you don't feel a compulsion to kill him. Okay. Hmm. I guess it worked then. I guess we're going to find out. I was, you know, I thought that maybe... Maybe doing that, Carl, would get rid of that um, that compulsion. But on the other hand, I was worried, you know, how this magic stuff is. Maybe like a promise made to the dead is like binding forever or some bullshit like that. Well, you know, he wasn't dead when I made the promise. And I didn't even promise. Yeah. I, I literally uttered the words, I'll kill Marshawn Jackson. I mean, that a lot of people call that a promise. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> If I, if, you know, hey, if we're, if you said, get me a soda, and I said, I'll get you a soda, did you say Jeff promised me he'd get me a soda? I don't know who this Jeff guy is. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I would. A little loose. A little loose. Okay. Anyway, all right. So that's, that's 11 mummers down. How many more satin strutters are there? I guess they're not the only club, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of them. I think they got to be in league with each other. But I know. Well, you got. We got another. Don't. What didn't Marshawn want you to do something for him? Yeah, we got to extract. Oh, I got it. You know, if you want to come along, that'd be great. Extract somebody out of uh, Father Manucchio's place. Yeah. Um, I was gonna do. Yeah, I'll come along. I was sure. gonna do that Go tonight. Okay, let's do it. You want to uh, get a bite to eat? I'd love to. What are you thinking? The tasty? I don't know. No. Where are we? We're down at like third and Wolf, or you're on fifth and Wolf. So you're in South Philly. Let's go to Los Gallos. Sounds good to me, dude. Go get some Al Pastor tacos. Mm. Los Gallos. Yeah, yummy. Mm. They are delicious. Quick service over there as well. I eat, I like their I like their chili rellenos. I eat twelve uh, ton ta- <laughs> linga linga tacos. Look at twelve lingua. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys eat some tacos, thinking about these eleven mummers you just sent some kind of mysterious death. You feel great about it, Kurt. You know that one of your duties with your dude has always been to like get, send souls and things his way. And you just brought him 
11 nice ones. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, hanging out with Carl as erratic as he is and as much bullshit as he gets us involved in <laughs> has been like has been working out for my career lately. It does seem like there's a, a mutual benefit there. So, you know, he's not the kind of guy I usually hang out with, but like, I don't know. Maybe because of the adventures we've been having, combined with the fact that it has been pretty beneficial for me, I'm starting to like spending time with him. <laughs> that sounds like a true friend. <laughs> so he's filled you. Actually, you were there for all of uh, the kind of what's going on with Father Minocchio. And he's mentioned that that's, that's the next thing. So you guys heading over there? Fifth and Gerard? Yeah, let's do Minocchio. it. Let's get this done. You head over to uh, Minocchio's parish. It's a weekday. It's the middle of the day. The rectory and the church are both there. <laughs> Typically, Carl, you go over to the rectory. Um, church isn't going on right now. It's probably the most likely place you'd find uh, Father Minocchio. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd start looking for him, I suppose. You knock on the door. moment later, pops open. Minocchio's standing there, sees you, sees Kurt. He's always had like an appearance, looks older than he is, and even more pronounced than the last time you saw him. Look who it is. It's been a minute, Carl. You're supposed, yeah, to, be, you're supposed to be at church. Didn't show. Things are getting bad around here, man. Yeah, I'm working on that, though. I'm working Who's- on that. Who is your friend? Oh, this is my friend Carl. He's helping me do some jobs. Kind of cleaning the city up a little bit. Hi, Father Minocchio. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right, Kurt. Wish I could say I was doing better. You've gone like a, you know, as you've approached this holy place, you've gotten a little bit of a strange vibe, Kurt. Kind of like a rejection. You could certainly go into the place, but you could tell it doesn't want you. Kind of the way like magnets push each other away. You're feeling a little bit of that. You know, you're not innately evil, um, but you do come from a different place that doesn't really play by the rules of a a Catholic church. And you do feel that present kind of pushing against you. Mm -hmm. So what's going on, Carl? You going to come in? It's a bit early for a drink, but... Let's bygones be gone. Bygones, huh? You didn't show up. Mass, you promised me. Yeah, you know, I was I was hung up. I, I had become a car lesbian for a couple weeks. And uh, I was in another dimension. You no, know, where... God doesn't look fondly on lesbians. Yeah, but do you... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And that was sinful. But I gotta say... <laughs> These lesbians were having themselves a good old time, though. And cars? What, what kind of cars? Oh, man. There was all sorts. I, myself... Incredible cars, honestly. Yeah. They were fast. Wow. You know, my buddy Randy, he's a car lesbian now. He had a monster... pick. Uh, he had a monster mo- truck motorcycle. But big body, little tires. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. There were a lot of Subarus. There was... Uh... He makes a sign of the cross when he used to Subaru. <laughs> 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 you know, I had myself a Camaro T-top. It was pretty sweet. It had a. Uh, you know, a you could just you could just say you were busy that day. You overslept. Look, you know, <laughs> the church is. It's all true, Father Minocchio. We did go to another dimension and become car lesbians. I was there. Hmm. All right. We could take you to the car lesbian dimension if you want. No, you know, the this dimension... You want to see what it's like on the other side? I don't. This dimension needs me. You know, what few devoted parishioners we have left, they come here and they expect to see someone to offer guidance, shoulder to cry on. And that's what I am. So maybe it's easier for some of us to just drop everything and go go be car lesbians. <laughs> some of us don't have that chance. You know, maybe maybe the world would be a better place if we all just had. Oh, a this guy, this guy's, this guy's got a day job, huh? Oh, <laughs> big important man, big important job. Oh, sorry, yeah, it's not like me and Carl have jobs and responsibilities. I'm pretty sure we wouldn't I know. Mean, I, I don't think Carl. We has wouldn't a job. know what that's like. What, what do you do, Kurt? What's your line of work? It's, 
Oh, I'm in the nanya industry. <laughs> the onion? The nanya in- industry. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. Yes, nanya, nanya business. Oh, oh, funny man, funny man. Look, look, you know who maybe... are you keeping company with, Carl? This is a good guy. This is a good guy here. Listen, I'm gonna cut down to it. I just don't appreciate being called a, a shiftless layabout. I just, Which I just asked what, what you your did. buddy was implying. I just here. asked what you did. I throw my hands up like, uh. Well, what do you need, Carl? Because, uh, you know, I don't think you ever come by here unless you need something. Okay, let's get, get down to it. Listen, we know you got some someone locked up here. We got to get him out. It's for the greater good. All right, let's not play games. We know you got someone locked up. We get him out. It's going to help the city in the long, long run. You're just going to have to trust me on this. Oh, Carl. Oh, Carl, he got to you. What are you doing this for? Listen, you 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 want to make a choice? I make a choice. You won't do it. You're just sitting here in your rectory. There's no your... choice for me. The answer is no, Carl. What are you doing? Listen. Look, do you, do you want the city to be destroyed by these fucking crumb bum mummers? L- listen, you got to weigh your options. What's What in the basement is going to change whatever you're talking about with the mummers? Look, we can get help with these goddamn mummers. I'm, so, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> with these dang mummers. <laughs> <laughs> got to get them out. You don't even, you could just go somewhere else. You don't even have to worry about it. No, I can't just go somewhere else. He got to you. Look, nobody got to anything. Who do you got down there, Father Minocchio? Is St. John Newman actually a vampire imprisoned under the church? Is that what you think? I, I'm asking. Yeah, you want to know what's down there? Yeah. Marshawn Jackson Sr. And you really want to let that man out? I don't know what's so bad about him. It's time for you guys to leave. I can't, I can't help you anymore, Carl. I don't think we're leaving. Carl, are we leaving? We're not leaving. Hmm. We're not leaving, Father. Is this what it's come to? Yeah, it's come to this. Well, I'll tell you what, Carl. You know, Dante wrote... Seventh circle of hell was for murderers. The eighth circle was for liars. The ninth was for traitors. He's not going to know where to put you. Oh man, that stings deep. And he just, sta- he just stands there. Where's he at? It's not happening, Carl. Um, I lift let's, the... Let's, let's grab him and, and take him down to the basement. Down underneath the church. No, and I can't. I can't. I can't let him kill Father Minocchio. Um, well, we got to bring him down there with us. Why do we got to do that? Because he'll be triggering all kinds of weird mystical Catholic defenses <laughs> up here if we don't. <laughs> Fucking doing the Eucharist all over the place and stuff. You're getting played like a banjo, Carl. Yeah. Like a banjo. Like a banjo. Who who got the who? That's what I want to know. Who got to you, Father Minocchio? Are you working with the mummers, Minocchio? No, I work with one man. The big man. John Goodman? John Goodman. <laughs> Mayor Rizzo? <laughs> I think this is all fun and games. All right, uh, Carl, come on. Take the lead here. What are you going to do? I, I lift my shirt up and show him my pistol. I'm like, why don't you point us where the fucking basement is so we can get this over with? Why don't you roll your heart? Though you did, don't you have that move or no? I do. Um, so you can roll your blood. Yeah, that's right. 
I have rolled. It's an 8 plus 3, an 11. I don't want to make this ugly. It's too late for that. You want to go down there? Well, let's go then. He turns, starts to walk uh, down the little hallway that connects the rectory to the church. Um, walks you next door into the, the church. It's the middle of the day, but nothing's going on. Um, the light is shining in through the stained glass. It's humid in there. The air conditioning hasn't worked in years. It's kind of rough. You walk through. He's kind of just shuffling, a bit defeated, disappointed, heartbroken maybe more than anything, Carl. He walks over to uh, Stations of the Cross. They're uh, running the perimeter of the room. Goes over to the 10th the station. Jesus, stripped of his clothes, touches the walls there a little bit. Um, pulls out one of the stones and it slides forward, leading to a set of steps that just descend down. The area is lit up faintly. It's like a torch on the wall, magically powered or something. The fact that it's just going, kind of burning with like a dull yellow light. There's frescoes on the wall of scenes of like angels and demons and all. Any gestures? Well, that's what you're looking for. What do you think, Kurt? Wait, what? It's just a... Steps leading... Wait, was it a door or just a picture? Oh, steps. Steps leading down. Yeah, let's keep going, huh, Carl? Yeah. I start walking down the, down the stairs. So you, Minocchio stays at the top. The two of you guys head down the steps. They're just going out to a single landing turn um, and turn again. These frescoes decorating the entire thing. Several more of these torches on the wall lighting it up and it comes down um to the the level below which empties into a hallway goes down you should see if he has saint john newman's glasses <laughs> you're looking into a hallway that's lit up there as at the end there's a single door it's a big cross in gold on the door looking at you seated on a stool front of it see a figure stands up as soon as you guys get to the bottom filling the hallway it's probably nine feet tall white robes feathery white wings coming out of his back um hanging around his neck it's like a, a chain with a big key on it and it just looks in your direction he's got like gold hair long going down his back hanging down his sides just looks at you Damn, is Marshawn Jackson Sr. not a vampire but a fallen angel? I, I think that's the gatekeeper. <laughs> I think that's like the, the, the warden of the prison. Oh. Hey, hey, Father Minocchio sent us. Can you open the door for us? He stares at you. Just a voice appears in, in your head. You do not belong here. Hey. No, no, I just said we do. Can you open the door? You can give me the key. No. I guess I got to kill this angel. Man, I'm really getting deep into this, huh? Uh, Damn, you want to fight an angel right now? I mean, he's never going to leave this room, dude. He's never... Can't we get some, like, angel weapons first? (laughs) What? What is that? <laughs> what is that? I, that's what I'm saying. Don't you have one I don't know. when you turn into that's a what demon? I'm saying. I don't know how to kill an angel, and neither do you. Maybe we got to go do, go to the library or something. And then come back? <laughs> like, yeah, he, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, you want to fight the angel? I'll fight him. Let's go. Why don't you do that thing you do, Kurt? Do that thing you can do. All right, I'll go full on... Um, Full on devil mode. What are you, are you doing? Anything, Carl? I guess draw my pistol. You draw your pistol. You start to transform. Uh, the chitinous plates of armor snapping together over your body um, as you posture yourselves for combat. This guy kind of puffs out his chest um, a little bit, raises up his arms, looks in your direction. And from his hand springs forth like what looks like a lightsaber. Kind of just forms out of his hand. He points it in your direction. 